I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Cheat a little bit, dog. Got the remix. Hey, that is a first ever for the show. I um, know. Why, dog? No one does it better than Roy. And this is like my third time on here. I don't like singing those lyrics, dog, because it's a classic, and I don't like re- fucking with classics at all. Also, his cadence. If you just read the lyrics, it's hard as shit to get. Mm-hmm. I know. It's all, all off beat. Done fucked it up. Me, K-Bad, and TKO, we done fucked it up trying to do it, and I'm not going to try to recreate that magic, dog. Yeah, dog. Roy got his own flow, man. He should have came out with more music, but I guess he just was like, I'm going to drop this perfect hit and walk away, drop the mic forever. So I'm waiting for Roy T. Hud, Troy Hudson, and Walt <laughs> Williams to form a super group, dog. They need to let my man Juels get up in there, a.k.a. Allen Iverson. Uh, oh, that'd be oh, epic. Oh, what else he got to do? You know what I mean? That's that WeeBay gift for, for sure right there, <laughs> man. Anyway, hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And it is a Monday night. Football is on. Uh, the Saints are playing the Seattle Seahawks. So you know we must love all the people that uh, support the show. Ain't that the truth. Uh, I could be watching that shit right now. Yeah, um, I, lo- I already lost in both my leads because one of my dudes had like two people combined they had like 80 something points i looked at my score at like halftime was like fuck this click espn yeah karen was so hot yesterday i actually like uh people don't know like uh, well karen plays fantasy football we watch red zone pretty much all day sunday we just like i made some banging ass crab dip it was delicious and then we just watched red zone and um yeah by the four o'clock games it was over with i was uh karen was in the playoffs in uh one league uh, and she was playing against Josh Gordon and Alshon Jeffrey. Oh, damn. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, and at first I wasn't really paying no attention. And, and I happened to look and all of a sudden the score kept getting up higher and higher. It was like a hundred and, and ten to thirty five. I kept saying, What the fuck? Why is my score so low? And this motherfucker score so high I couldn't comprehend it. Then I was like, Oh, one motherfucker got a forty three, one motherfucker got forty. There's no way I'm gonna win. I don't care what nobody else does unless somebody just balls out of control. This is over. Uh I put them pieces together so fast, um, it was it was like I think they combined for five hundred ten yards and four touchdowns. Um yeah. so uh Karen was like, Yeah, I think I'm playing against him when uh Alshon made that second catch, the one where he just like rolled the dude into the end zone. Yes. And then she was like, And who is Josh Gordon? I was like, Yeah, I'm about to go take a nap. Uh she was like <laughs> You want to sleep on the couch? I was like, mm-mm. I don't want to be in here. I want to go sleep in the bed. <laughs> and that's before I realized what was really going on. I had put the pieces together. Like, you ain't got no chance in hell. I'm not about to be in hell while you getting mad at your players like they supposed to do something. <laughs> she going to be in there <laughs> fussing at Brandon Marshall like, you got to catch four touchdowns. I know. What's right? wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Them pieces went going together. And the funny part was that we was watching Red Zone. 
and that nigga ran. The the player was playing. He caught the ball behind dude's back and rolled him across the end zone. I was like, what the fuck is going on today? Yeah, uh, and it don't help because that dude, Sky Hansen, be making them jokes uh, during the thing. He'd be like, not a lot of people started uh, Alshon Jeffrey today, but if you did, uh, you're definitely winning your league. Yeah, I wanted to go, fuck you, Red Zone man, fuck you. But uh, in case you don't recognize the voice already, you should. Uh, It's definitely my favorite podcast to listen to. Uh, One third of the hot five starter podcast um well the five starter.com podcast uh you can find them at hot five starter.tumblr.com uh it's my man basa what's up dog what up dude not much man it's been too long man i'm glad you can make the show uh you know you always uh doing and saying some interesting stuff and we got some topics man it crazily this morning one topic fell right into my hands and i was like damn it's, it's like they knew bob was coming on the show so <laughs> it's gonna be good i think um well i hope i'm up on it what is it uh uh this is uh boyce watkins wrote is it that nigga article <laughs> he wrote <laughs> he wrote some scathing critiques of don lemon uh-oh uh oh, okay yeah, it was pretty harsh. Um, I'll put it in Skype, man. I'm not going to talk about it up front, but um, we'll definitely get to it in a few. Um, but, uh, okay. yeah, this is the Black Guy with Tips podcast. Find us on theblackguywithtips.com. Search iTunes and Stitcher for the Black Guy with Tips. We appreciate everybody that does that. Leave us a five-star review on Stitcher and iTunes, and we will read it on the show regardless of content. doesn't matter what you have to say. Uh, we'll read it on the show, man. So we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that. The official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's podcast is brought to you by Adam and Eve. That's right. Y'all Adam and Eve.com. What's my sexy music? Damn. Fellas and ladies. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy, an adult movie, or something like that? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off of just about any item. And I know, because I used it. That's right. Me, use it. I use it today. Me too, and this is what I say after I get done with that brand sparkling new vibrator. Wait, you use it today, too? Not today. Oh, okay. I was about to say, man. I wish I did. If I was smart, I would have. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift that is so sensual. I can't even tell you what it is on the radio. And to top it all off, they'll throw in free shipping on your entire order, making you say, damn, 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 James. So check it all out at adamandeve.com. 50% off one item when you put in the code TBGWT. Uh, get your three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. Um, like today I was in the store, right? And, um, I was, one on my, on our grocery list, one of the things on there was lube. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, I was buying all the shit, man. And I was by myself. So I was going, you know, house husbands. That's how we do. Got to go shopping while a woman's at work sometimes. I was going to check out, man. And it was this cute girl at the checkout register. And I, it occurred to me that I wasn't with Karen. So it looked like I was just getting, like, lube <laughs> for myself or some shit. Yep. And it was like that that warming cream, like the good kind of shit. And I was That's like. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, yeah. this this ain't going to look right. Mm. So um, I pretended to be looking at, like, some other shit. Uh, in the uh, medicine aisle and then I just chucked the lube behind that shit and uh, checked out without it. 
and the reason i did that is because i was walking down towards the uh register and i thought oh shit i can just go to adam and eve they'll just mail it discreetly to my house and it'll cost less than this shit and, and, and you get uh, a lot more yeah and then i end up getting free dvds and free central gift free shipping like what the fuck is the downside to that deal and it was on cyber monday so it's like i had to do it you know so uh yes. that's a personal testimonial dog that y'all should be doing this if maybe you get a little embarrassed when you're in the store and you're like damn do they need to know i'm about to buy 37 condoms yeah and like my preacher is right behind me in line you know so there you guys go adamandeve.com code tbgwt and shout out to them and shout out to whoever invented woman jail i can't speak for dudes but for me woman jail is the best damn thing ever because don't mm-hmm. nothing turn you off there's some cold ass cream hitting your hitting your shit when you warm mm-hmm. that that's the turn off but uh yeah man make sure you guys check that out um what else we got here uh I, we went to maria bonita the other day we got a groupon yes and um karen really liked it first of all you know we had a groupon because karen was ordering expensive shit that right she was like yeah i want this thing it takes 25 minutes to cook i wait at all the animals in the seafood family on that yeah, shit and it was delicious with some saffron rice you saw mm-hmm. including mussels and shit karen kept asking me were the mussels the same as clams, clams. i didn't know shit all i know is that it opened so like, are these clams like, are oysters or something i was like just eat just eat the mussels <laughs> this shit was good like you didn't even know what you ordered nope it's right there had eight meats in it i didn't care but um i just gotta say man um I, before I go out, man, I don't know if you do this by or not, man, but like sometimes if I, if I'm about to go somewhere I've never been, I'll go like Google it on the internet and look at like reviews for the place. Yeah, I usually go by word of mouth, honestly. If yeah. someone recommend, I, I really, I rarely go anywhere that someone hasn't told me about. Mm. Well, this is a, you know, this is a Groupon deal. It was like $30 for $15 of food or some shit like that. So I just was like, I guess I'll check it out. The red and and then i bought it like i bought it because i knew where the place was i was like okay i remember that spot i always wanted to try it um then i went and checked the reviews and i don't have any problem with good or bad reviews that's fine what i do have a problem with is long ass reviews oh like letters paragraphs yeah yeah do these motherfuckers get paid by the word (laughs) it don't take all this like here's here's one for example man get this by Gina brie f Maria Maria Bonitas es muy bueno. We started off a little rough. <laughs> I feel like this shit should start with it was a dark and stormy night. But, all right, the beginning of the novel. Yeah, we started off a little rough. The hostess seemed to be more worried about how she looked than whether or not we were getting sat, but we worked through it. Oh Lord! Right, right, uh, uh, right away. I'm thinking, bitch. Not to mention, she said muy bueno and gave it three stars. That doesn't sound very good to me. No, it does not. We sat down and were there for about 15 minutes before any drinks were served and before chips and salsa made an appearance. <laughs> not an appearance. <laughs> like, like, like they was waiting for him to come out and perform. <laughs> that may not seem like a big deal, but in the Mexican restaurant food world, it is. Oh, shit, in case you don't know. The Mexican restaurant food world that you run? Uh, you just grow to expect the heaping pile of chips and salsa to magically appear within moments so you can eat the entire basket, ask for more, and fill up completely before your main meal is served. That's just obvious. Cheap bitch. (laughs) 
the same hostess was tasked with getting our drink order and that was as far as it went she took the order but then never appeared again thankfully a bright-eyed super friendly server surfaced and he turned the whole experience around smile face bright light behind him yes raise the sun shined above his head he probably was cute or something she was of course Salsa was on point, so fresh and so clean. Oh, Lord. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, she listening now, cast. So fresh and so, and she put clean twice, too. So, so fresh and so clean, clean. Yeah. <laughs> Did she snap her fingers and bob her head when right. she wrote that statement? Hey, no, she, you know, she probably was doing your dance, how you be dancing at the table when you eat that food. Oh, what? Yes. Can't be cooning so good, man. I wish y'all could see it, but not really. <laughs> Everything and I be bullshitting when I mean like I be, I be shimmying and shaking at the table. Hell yes. I be in these fancy ass restaurants with these white people like, man, I know. <laughs> I don't even know what to tell y'all, dog. How long you been doing this dance, Karen? This little kid dance? Yep, since since I've been a little kid, cause I, you know, but I think people underestimate how much I love food. People think I be bullshitting. I love food. I love to eat. So when I go to places, especially some shit I ain't never tried before, that's really really good. That that make you really smack your lips. That's why I named my show that. Um, I really start like, like just, just rocking from side to side and shaking my head and shit mm-hmm. like that. And I be like, you know what? Better be glad we had a restaurant and not at home. Cause I might start just getting up and dancing. Man, I be sitting up here like, she about to do that dance. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nick Drew cause she do it too. I see, I ain't the only Roger. And see, Roger thought that shit was just me. Mm-mm. It's other folks that shimmy and shake when they eat too and smack their lips and don't give a damn. Yeah, yeah some shit worth a dance though. I'm gonna be honest. I be feel, I be feeling like Mace with Puff in his videos and shit. Like he dancing again. I be like, take that, take that. <laughs> he about take to take that. He about to do it. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I'm about to get his food to business. Uh, did I just quote part of an Outcast song from 1998? Yes, yes I did. Anyway, I love the fact that sal- the salsa was in a huge bowl. Normally, whoever I'm dining oh. with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> gets in my way when I'm dipping my chip. But this bowl had room for four dippers. Not four. She was counting the places. Yeah. Call that a quad dip. Yes, you do. Those in the industry. Plus, I didn't feel like a little pig by having to ask for more salsa every 30 seconds because it was used up on the first two chips. Cough, cough, Azteca. Oh, shit. <laughs> that shade. She throw a shade of Azteca for no reason. Azteca like, um, bitch, what I got to do with this? Anyway, moving on. The other thing, <laughs> this is all verbatim, people. The other thing I liked about Maria Bonitas is that they had huge portions. I know most Mexican restaurants do, but this was different. The burritos were huge, but packed with all types of goodies, veggies, cheese, bean, meat. Like, like all burritos? Um, it, <laughs> did it have a wrap too? Right. Did it have some cheese on it or something? Oh, okay. Sa- sa- sour cream, guacamole. Mm. They serve it on a plate. Uh, it held up well and had good substance. The fajitas were good. No broccoli, but not just salty options and peppers. Was, so that was good. They had zucchinis, onions, peppers, and mushrooms. Overall, very satisfying experience. I would return. The atmosphere is nice, pretty cozy, and not super loud like some local Mexican restaurants tend to be. That's all a little racist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they are. There was no mariachi band, so that was clutch. Wow, that is kind of racist. I don't think any mariachi bands are in the Mexican places yeah, I've gone really? to. Really? Like- I don't get it. I don't think I ever seen one live while I've been eating. Yeah, Mexican. that's a force. That's a force. She was trash. I mean, what did she expect? Dinner and a show? She was doing her dance. She went. She ain't care. 
the location is a little brutal on on the way there my husband kept asking what side of town we were on and i couldn't really explain it it is just one of those in the middle of nowhere type locations like quail hollow just shitting on quail hollow for no reason dog (laughs) she was like i thought we was going to the hood but in fact we was in quail hollow where is this (laughs) This is in Charlotte. This is a place we went to. Quail Hollow, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's the name of the location. Yeah, it's just a, you know, a little spot in the middle of town. It is in the that cut, just though. like the location of a Stephen King miniseries, dog. <laughs> it, does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Uh, it isn't, uh, on the way to anything really, and the shopping center is nice, but nothing to write home about. They did have a couple of other bars, shops, et cetera, in the area, so you can definitely make a night of it if you want. I'd return. Uh, was this review helpful? useful funny or cool like that and there's more i'm not reading all of them but i just saw this shit and i was like this really didn't tell me anything about what i want to know about the restaurant Mm-mm. you know like how is it priced you know what i mean like that might be helpful you know what i mean <laughs> yeah uh like what you was know, it they call like yeah like was you know what, was it clean like, right like what's the wait like do it get crowded you know mm-hmm. shit that normal people want to know what day did you go what time I know. You know, if you went for lunch, it's totally different than if you go at night. But instead, she wrote us a three-page novel. Talking about her waiting and shit. But, uh, yeah, um, I just thought that was crazy. Um, Another thing, you guys do a segment on the show. Tone is in charge of it. The uh, Black Planet Sice of the Week. Sices of the Week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I got to... I don't know if he's on this not on this yet or if he just uh already seen it he just don't he just don't care but he got to start checking Bossip man. Bossip got some good sizes on their front titles. page. Yes, they do. On a daily basis and it's pretty good. Like I they had one about Michael Jordan's fi- uh wife or fiance or whatever being pregnant and it said uh <laughs> Michael Jordan's f- new fiance has a gut full of goat. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, here's, I hear something for today. Uh, <laughs> back it up. The world struggles to comprehend K. Michelle's massive dunk. <laughs> what pictures and 125 comments. Secret lovers is Nas bussing Mel- Melanie Fiona's banging RB backs wide open. Oh my! <laughs> nah, it's dog. On the low, moving on the low. Um, smart move. Sixers rookie baller Michael Carter Williams stashes salary in the trust that he cannot spend for three years! Exclamation mark. When him clicks. Mm-hmm. That that was actually based on a uh, legitimate story. Yep. Oh, Legit- for sure. Yeah. Oh. Um. Let's see. Here's another one. Um. This is so morbid. Rest in peace. Footage of Tyrese crying at Paul Walker's crash scene and all of Paul's best scenes video. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you montage that? All of his. Uh, I ain't going to even hate. All yeah. of his best scenes, though. Yeah, he's not a good actor. The, the, his death has been a size on black Twitter because he was attractive white man. Of course. It has been a bit much. No offense to the people that are in their feelings, but. James Gandolfini died, and I ain't see this much shit for two days, dog. Come on. Right. That nigga was fine. That was it. <laughs> it was like, he fine, though. I'm gonna cry. I'll never get that seed. Where are you, Yeezy? Kardashians unveiled their annual Christmas card, minus the men. 
trying to cause that discord sharkeisha's victim victim shamichael and her mother speak out shark's supposed to be my friend video oh shit uh we don't need to make sharkeisha a star yeah i don't get this by the way i have not seen that video i just heard a couple things uh, someone sent me a link. It was on World Star. I don't click those. So I was, I, I was, go blind when I click on World I don't Star. Get no, it. thank you. My understanding is it's a girl who sucker punched somebody and her name is the girl who sucker punched the other girl is named Sharkeisha. Yeah. Um, first time I saw it, it, it was just, I think it was just on YouTube. It was just a straight YouTube clip. Okay. Not World Star because I don't go on World Star either. Yeah. But, um, I didn't know what was coming <laughs> and I was disgusted. Yeah, I don't really get off on that like I think a lot of people do. Um, it's nothing funny about it. It's nothing. It's not. It's just bad. Right, yeah, exactly. It's just bad. It's like, so what's the punchline? You know, no pun intended. That this person stole somebody and that's, I don't get, it, you know, each their own, but it's, it just doesn't pass my funny test. Yeah. But people stay sending me some like, look at this sister get hit in the face shit. I'll be like, I don't laugh at these. Yeah. And um, I tell so Sharkeisha name trending and, you know, she a hood star and that's not good. Right. Mm-mm. Meanwhile, next week they're going to be like, we need to stop glorifying the violence. What about the kids in Chicago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to embolden some little big head motherfucker to shoot somebody on camera. Yep. Talking about world star. Uh, racist or nah, rich white <laughs> residents, <laughs> racist or nah, rich white residents of Baton Rouge proposed to secede from p- poor, predominantly black area of city. Yeah, that's definitely oh. probably racist. Um, uh, two more. Domesticated Drea Michelle takes her son shopping in La La Land and plays stepmommy mommy with Orlando Skandrick's twin girls. They love talking about some Drea, man, not taking care of her kids. Yeah. And the last one. Ho sit down. <laughs> Mrs. Parker tells her fans to boycott next Friday flick. It won't be the same without me. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what's funny about this? Yeah. I was just at a wedding. My boy, you heard me talk about my boy, my boy uh, Kali. He got married. Kali, if you're listening, uh, forgive me if you don't want me telling business about your uh, wedding. But uh, Miss Parker was at this wedding. Mm. Um, it was in L.A., she was dancing real hard and ignorant. <laughs> real ignorant, dog. <laughs> so she had, but she got that look, though. She done aged, too, dog. And people had to tell me that was Miss Parker. I want to know. know who she was. She was just some old lady dancing real hard, you know. I want to know where they found her at. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure she was friends of one of the. I didn't even get in. I was kind of drunk. Yeah, I didn't even get all into it, man. I, it was just a surreal moment. Like I was buzzed, and Bamas told me, "Like, yo, that that's Miss Parker." I'm like, "So from Friday?" I'm like, "For real?" <laughs> Still getting get the fuck out of here. And then I took a closer look. Like I walked over a little bit. Yeah, it was her. Damn. Um, I guess here they got some audio of it. Let me see what she sound like. <clears throat> uh, no, I'm not going to be in it. I have not been asked. 
My fans are very mad or pissed off, as well as I am, so don't go see it. <laughs> but it won't be the same without Chris Tucker and myself and, a, a, you know, a couple other people. But I always wish them luck. But, it, you know, the first Friday is this classic. It's going to be real hard, real tough to, uh, you know, overdo that one. So. Um, she was at the NAACP Awards for this? What? That's what the picture in the, that's what the background oh. in NAACP Beverly Hills Hollywood branch what what was she doing she be at the what did she do to accomplish to get recognized mm. by the NAACP I have no idea and she said all her fans and this thing got 19 likes that's not uh-huh. they're not yeah they're not really Mm-mm. gonna be missing you at um, all baby okay Miss Parker and her and Chris Tucker and the mother folks. Mm. Uh, well, let's let's uh <laughs> let's move on to some other shit. Um, so uh, this this article came across my timeline this morning, and I haven't even read it yet. Uh, I said this is ironic that Bob's gonna be on the show because we've talked about Don Lemon before on Twitter and stuff. Mm. To his phone ran out one time. He went hiking. In the middle of uh, the thing, came back. We talked some more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's talked about it on the show before. We talked about it on our show, and uh, it's been a pretty, you know, pretty hot topic before. And you know, Don black, Lemon, yeah. Black people are obviously mad at Don Lemon have been for some time now. Uh, but we've also talked about Boyce Watkins on Boyce Watkins on here, and he's called out people on the show where we've been like, I don't agree with that. Uh, I believe he talked about Melissa Harris Perry at one point mm-hmm. and really went in on her like hard. Like that shit was like on some like, dude, did she like dump you or something? Like what is the thing yeah, that she did to you? Uh, he also went in on Tyler, the creator for his commercial campaign with Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. And uh, he later backtracked a little bit on that because I think he thought Tyler was going to respond real ignorant. And Tyler actually kind of hit him on some like, well, I'm a young black man. Those are my friends and my, you know, my commercial. Yep. Because he didn't know the relationship. He just talking. Yeah. And he's like, if you, you know, why would you want to see a young black man basically stripped of his creative freedom? And boys kind of dialed it back like, uh, uh, my bad. So this is him on Don Lemon. Uh-oh. Eight reasons Don Lemon needs to be fired from CNN right now. Oh, shit. Not right now. And this is Dr. Boyce Watkins and Yvette Carnell. They they both got some. Yeah. Here's the deal. We have a serious problem with Don Lemon. Not that he was ever all that likable in the past, but to us, he was just fine as another talking head on TV. But when he somehow decided to provide impromptu black social commentary, we became saddened and disgusted by the way he used his platform to spread half-truths about the black community. Don might be more equipped to criticize the gay or journalistic communities, but going at the black people has become a fashion statement. Oh, Lord. Like the man. They threw that gay in there, too. I saw that. Yeah, they did. There's been a lot of throwing the gay in there. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Technically, that shit is not even tangential to the point. No, it's not. That shit do be coming up when people go in on Don. They be like, and plus... As a gay dude, he need to understand. I'll be like, oh, no, that's not nothing to do with this. Mm-mm. Two first, different conversations. First, he started off with his politics of Negro respectability. 
where he seemed to feel that if black people simply learn to behave, we would not be subjected to white racism. Then his support for Bill O'Reilly's argument that black people are primarily the ones responsible for racial disparities sent him further down the rabbit hole of confused and ignorant thinking. Finally, Don's defense of the stop and frisk program, which has violated the civil rights of thousands of New Yorkers, was a straw that broke the lemon's back. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he mad. Boy, he he upset. That lemon in there. Everybody be trying to make them lemon puns, too, man. They be forcing them. He need to take it, his lemons and make lemonade out of this. <laughs> I I took it as like subversively uh, homophobic too. Mm. It broke his back, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. try to throw that in now. I think, I think. He might as well say broke back lemon. <laughs> Come on now. Broke back lemon. So let's be clear. Don Lemon needs to be fired from CNN. There's been a long line of highly qualified black journalists removed from the network in recent months, including Soledad O'Brien. Oh, we like her now? I don't think she even on the air no more. We back? Because I remember she had, black people had been done with her. Right. They was tired of all them uh, Blacks in America specials. Yep. And uh, they was ready for her to go. So I didn't know. Okay, I guess in this case, she all the way back. Tony Harris, I don't know much about Tony Harris, honestly. Mm-mm. Roland Martin, um, and Roland would have probably been more featured if he hadn't uh, uh, fucked up during that Super Bowl that time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Him Said and the I, mascots. Yeah, like not not, and I'm not belittling the tragedy, but Mm-mm. he was right on time with Trayvon Martin. Like mm-hmm. he was the on the breaking ground of getting that story off the ground and learning the details before other people. And that's how he got back in the good graces because they was done with him. They was like, fuck him. He's homophobic. He said some stuff during the Super Bowl and he can't come back. And then that Trayvon Martin thing popped off and he knew everything and he was the go-to man. And now he's back. Uh, and TJ Holmes, because you can't talk about black people in the news and not TJ Holmes, who I believe already had a felon show. Didn't uh, up with TJ Holmes already fail? I think so. I don't think that lasted long. Mm. All right. Y'all, y'all correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. Uh, but I thought he had a show. And TJ Holmes sound like a running back. <laughs> okay. Number 83, <laughs> TJ Holmes with the touchdown. A bad one, too. Yes. And the fumble. Like, oh, man, TJ Holmes coming in? Yes. Yet the only black person that is regularly featured on the network is the guy who enjoys chopping the heads off of black people with a smile on his face. Sorry, but we just don't. This sounds just like that fucking review I read. But we just don't stand for it. In fact, two snaps and a swirl. We keep wondering why the guy responsible for providing the news is getting his personal opinions on such a regular basis. Here, are, well, Rachel Maddow does it. Yes, she does. Uh, Melissa Harris Perry does it. Unless they're saying that his because Don Lemon has his own show now, right? It's yeah, not I, just I the news. Say, I thought this was in the context of his own show. Yeah, I don't think he's doing this. I don't think he's stopping. Yeah, I doubt if he's anchoring primetime news and just Mm-mm. editorializing just on a whim. No. Although that might be the next level for that would that would raise his troll level to at least a twenty. If yeah. he just... would be fucking scourged by fellow fellow journalists though. You can't do that. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck how much you're trying to troll. Yeah, that shit would be epic, phenomenal if uh, anyone ever during the middle of the news was just like, and uh, the Bowman Care website is back up and running. Speaking of up and running, Negroes in these pants. 
Like, you know what? what's funny? The dude who does it the most uh, on the slide and is probably the most well-respected journalist right now is Brian Roberts. Yeah. He's hilarious, dude. He is. He hates on the slide about so much shit, man. The um the soup has a segment about it weekly. Uh, I think it's like round or some shit. Yes. Where, where, yeah, because they'll be like, he said this shit on the low. That was snarky, and they'll just play this sound effect like round. <laughs> With just like this cat coming across. He even joked mm. so it, it was even got so big that he even came on the show and like joked the host about it. Yeah. Oh shit. Here are eight reasons CNN needs to turn lemon into lemon. Goddamn, they did it. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I was joking. Yeah, they need to turn <laughs> lemon into lemonade and pour his sorry at sorry behind out into the street. I, I thought that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I told you they be forcing them that yeah. last name, dog. They be forcing lemonade is delicious. They, yeah, it is. <laughs> why can't they use like the Don part or something? Yeah. Like he I don't get. It. Every time I hear Don lemons, it makes my lips buckle up. What? What is we talking yeah, about? Yeah, this here? lemon is making me pucker. If yeah. they say that shit later, man, fuck around. They just need to be like, they need to use the Don part. He's no they Don Juan. Make him better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Nobody's used the Don lemon and then sugar for gay? That's coming. Oh. Yeah. Mm hmm. This Don lemon sure has a lot of sugar in its tank. Oh Lord. Yeah. That's that old folk talk right there. Uh, one, because he might just be, he just might be a racist. People think that you can't be racist when you're black, but if you work for white people and use your blackness as a tool to oppress and attack the people who look like you, you are akin to the uncle Tom and Django unchained who hated black people more than his master did. So Don Lemon could likely be a mild mannered version of Samuel Jackson's character with the ability to influence the thinking of millions of people. Look at that nigga on that horse. You know how Don be doing. What are you doing up there on that horse? <laughs> uh, two, because he is being used as a token. So if a white guy were to say the same thing, now this is true. If a white person was saying what Don Lemon said, they would obviously be taken off the air. Uh, quickly. Uh, unless they work for Fox. Uh, yeah, now Fox don't give a fuck. Cause, uh, a lot of this stuff, you remember, he'll start with like, well, Bill O'Reilly said this, or, uh, I gotta echo what this person said. People been saying this that are white. Uh, I just think that if you're white and you say this, you get relegated to Fox News. You can't say this on MSNBC, CNN, or, uh, headline news, which nobody watches. Nope. Uh, but for some reason, people think that when Lemon opens his mouth, he's allowed to sport his Negro license as a get out of jail free card for any ignorant thing he might say. No white guy on CNN will ever dare say the things that Lemon says on a weekly basis, and he is only allowed to do so because he is black. That's like saying sexual assault is okay as long as the assailant is another woman. So he's basically okay in rape, man. Um, and you, the thing that, that's also crazy about that, though, is um, people do use whatever gender, minority group, whatever they're in as part of their voice. You can't expect them not to talk about black stuff. True now. Because then he will also catch it for that. If it was like, well, obviously this black shit is happening. You don't want to even say nothing, brother. So I think <laughs> it's more about the fact that he don't agree. That's more uh, than anything. catching him that flat. True. Because he's lost all credibility as an objective journalist. 
uh i don't know that he's still a journalist no no because maybe it's just me cause, but once you get to a certain point a lot of people quote unquote say they're journalists but you just give me your fucking opinion because last time i learned unless um something traumatic has happened if you are a real journalist you give me who what when where why and how and not your personal opinion and how you feel about it and a lot of them just give their flamboyant personal two twirls and a snap opinion mm-hmm. we we step out of journalism yeah like i think they pay him to be for his opinion at this point yes more than his journalistic ability i think so if he we're was, not talking about facts it, you know what man it, it sounds like boys Watkins might not have watched don lemon in a long time maybe not have that's what it sounds like it sounds like well it reads like um this entire thing is based on two different uh instances of uh don lemon speaking on a couple of things in the last you know what like eight months mm-hmm. like it's like i said when he was first criticized don lemon spoken on a lot of shit right mm-hmm. he just fell on you know i guess the right side of black folks you know opinions about the shit like the math you know the masses of black people just happen to agree with him like Don Lemon isn't a new person, dude. Like, no. He's been on CNN for a grip. Yeah. For the most part, you know, he's never said anything that, Most you know, caught the ire of, of black people it, until, like, he agreed with O'Reilly, and then he just had his commentary about the stop and frisk shit, which a lot of people completely, and, you know, I talked about it on, on our podcast, misinterpreted dog mm-hmm. like he wasn't supporting niggas being you know stopped and fucked up in fact that's what he was absolutely saying like is wrong mm-hmm. but it's like niggas don't care you say anything positive about it which is a sensitive subject you yeah. wrong so it just sounds like boys Watkins just don't give a fuck and this, this thing is the kind of extremism I, I talked about when I first addressed the Don Lemon shit. Like, this reactionary shit, like, you got to go to all of, you got to disagree completely. You got to throw out everything this motherfucker's saying because, you know, us black folks stick together. Mm-hmm. You can't have a different, opinion. a different opinion when the masses of black people are supposed to be in lockstep on some shit. If you're different at all, like you being just completely cast out, yeah, and that's the shit I don't agree with. Like it's it's ridiculous and it's so extreme that I don't take anyone seriously. Like I looked at this article when you sent it to me just now. Yeah, first first fucking point, I was like, oh god, <laughs> here we <laughs> like go. Like I can't take it seriously, man. Yeah, it's also weird too because, um, like I said, is. It's like, I don't think Boyce Watkins really pays a close attention to the people he goes in on. Cause mm-hmm. like the Tyler shit. Yes. Yeah, so, so it, it wouldn't take that much research to find out that all those kids were his friends. You know, and I guarantee you that he don't know somebody just brings something to his attention. He just feel like, well, I got to talk about well, he, it. He like old and black. You know what I yeah, mean? Like right. he, he sees shit and then he just be mad and then he go on his rant. And I think, you know, afterwards he kind of cleans it up now i'm not defending don lemon because for the you know there's some shit he's done where i was like like the adrian peterson thing was real sloppy yes it was i thought um even the whole like 
how to fix the black community thing i thought it was a little bit sloppily done like like there's like he could have said all that and never brought up bill o'reilly and i think his point would have been just as uh valid mm-hmm. but it's right. like once you throw a known race baiter into it people are gonna be like nah you. absolutely so i think he's more sloppy than anything um and even with the stop and frisk thing like there's a way to get your point across that's I think, my thing that isn't as so heavy-handed because you're talking about something that's sensitive people have had their civil rights violated yep. behind it so he like he just got to be more careful but i wouldn't be like well take his job fuck no. him he don't he don't no, and i and i he don't just, need and, to be on tv no I, more and like, i disagree with a lot of shit that he says but it's just one of those things. is it even a lot though that's three things i can think of is there yeah. a fourth no 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 it's just one yeah. of those things that every time these articles come up it's like okay here we go again it's, and i and i think it's just one of those things where i agree with by a lot of I, I think for a lot of black people especially a lot of black women they feel um kind of hurt and betrayed because they was like nigga i supported you and wouldn't nobody else watching your goddamn show and then i feel like you just turned around and smacked my ass in the face with all this bullshit after i supported you all these years and it was and a lot of women literally got angry and highly upset and they feel I am betrayed now, right, wrong, or indifferent yeah. about that. I think this is where a lot of the anger come from. And a lot of people have got to the point where they're like, fuck everything he says and stands for because he just betrayed me. I think that's where that gay shit comes from too. Mm-hmm. A, a, lot, lot, a lot of people feel like they quote unquote, uh, tolerated him being gay. Yep. It's like, I'll let you be gay. And this how you do us? Yep. And I I don't feel like that. Because it shouldn't be coming up, honestly, no, in the context of whatever the issues you have with him on race. No, because it really shouldn't be coming up that he's gay. It's, but it's, it keeps it does keep coming up. It's it's irrelevant and it's just one of those <laughs> things where some of the stuff he says I do agree with. Yeah. But the stuff I don't agree with, I I, I disagree with I disagree with hard. Yeah. Well yeah, it, yeah, go ahead, Bob. Sorry. No, I didn't mean to interrupt you though. It's I just feel like and we have a right to be. Black people are really sensitive, dude. Yes. Like, straight up, like, don't fuck with us when some shit come up. Like, on the heels of Trayvon Martin, Don Lemon, I absolutely, I said it when it happened. He shouldn't have said it then, but mm-hmm. I couldn't disagree with what he said. Mm-hmm. Because black people do duck our issues. Like, Yes, now we do. True. If, if, if you want to say we don't, cool, but I I could not disagree, dog. Whenever mm-hmm. our shit comes up, and I use the example of, you know, Minister Farrakhan, but Minister Farrakhan is seen as on our side. So he can say whatever the fuck he wants. If you actually listen to Minister Farrakhan, and what he, talking he about? actually criticizes black people the most. Yeah, that's what I, that was actually yes, what sir. I was, uh, when we were talking about it, that was one of the things I was saying was, the perceived sweat equity that a person like Farrakhan, uh, even, you know, e- even to a, to a, to a lesser extent, Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the like community organizer, like all of that is seen like, so when they do go to, you know, uh, you know, give a commencement speech at, uh, I forget where it was, Spelman or, uh, one of the black, historically black colleges in, um, it was Morehouse. Morehouse. Oh, he, well, talk, he, yeah, he telling them fucking college graduates take right. care of their kids. They ain't even gotten shit. And I was like, what? Right. And but there's like a certain amount of like, okay, he's put in the time, so right. he can do it. And with Don Lemon, there's none of that leeway given. It's like, nigga, we let you be gay, and then you gonna do this shit? Mm-hmm. But see, that's what I. 
Like, when it happened, I was like, do y'all know who Don Lemon is? Do you know how much racist shit he's spoken out about on that network? I'm like, why is everyone acting brand new about this nigga now? Mm-hmm. That Like, for me personally, he had built up enough credibility. When he said that, and I, you know, when, when the story became big, mm-hmm. like that first day, you know, obviously I didn't know the fucking avalanche that was to come. But mm-hmm. I clicked some links and I was like, yeah, what do you say? That was so bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, people sensitive right now because, you know, we just got that verdict or whatever. But I was like, man, this dude was holding people in check about that Trayvon Martin shit. Like, he was getting in people's ass because a lot of conservatives were coming on his show at the time and kept trying to say, like, let's talk about black on black crime and blah, blah. And Don Lemon was the one like, nah, fuck that. Let's talk about this dead boy. And the circumstances that would allow a dead black boy to, you know, we have a verdict now where people think it's okay that this man was found not guilty. Like, how does this happen in 2013? Mm -hmm. So fuck black on black crime. We're going to talk about this. People forgot he said all of that. Right. Like, dude was going hard. So, okay, now the verdict comes in and all of this shit he's been holding back about black on black crime. Because I took what he said at face value, dog. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, okay, why aren't we talking about it? He had been holding the shit back for months, dog, covering this trial. Mm -hmm. And you could tell he was pissed. And so, like I said, I took it at face value. And then this fucking storm came and I'm like, for real, Don Lemon to Uncle Tom? Mm. Like, who ain't, like you know, immune from being, you know, cast as an uncle, uncle Tom at this point. Yeah. All the, all, all it has a a, a subtle climate shift, dog. Anyone can be cast as an uncle Tom. All you have to do is say the wrong thing about the wrong shit that black people are sensitive (laughs) about at any particular point in time. And could, you could even be right about your statement, but it's just, they like, nah, we ain't trying to hear that. Yeah, that is a good point, man. I remember when I read down the points, there was like some that I didn't agree with on like subjective basis. Like, I don't really care about people pulling their pants up or, mm-hmm. um, in my, you know, personally in my lifetime, when I've lived around black people, we haven't had littering issues, but you know, I'm sure other black people have. And you well, know, hey. he was speaking for himself. Um, also, I don't have a problem with the N word. I understand, you know, but it was just one of those things where it's like, uh, coming on the heels of like relating this to the, like, honestly, man, it was almost like he didn't even need to bring up Bill O'Reilly or Trayvon to say that. He could have just said it. Yeah. And I think if he would have said it, it would have been more like, we hear this shit enough. He would have still got some black backlash from people being like, why you gotta go on CNN and say this? But it wouldn't have been for me. Cause I would have just been like, black black people be saying that shit all the time Mm -hmm. like that's every church every sunday is this shit so it's not new to us i don't like when it's framed as black people don't want to talk about it because i think we do talk about it a lot um honestly in our community amongst ourselves right we just don't talk about it on national tv absolutely and the bigger the platform this is cnn right bigger the platform the more sensitive we are dog we do not like that shit Mm. and and the, the thing about it and i guess the funny thing about it is funny how when it comes to quote-unquote things that 
we don't want to talk about we don't want to talk about on a public platform but then when the shit that really affects us and need to be talked about on a public platform we wonder why the shit don't get there it's just one of those things where stuff just needs to be talked about and it's a lot of stuff that people bring up that we would know and we understand and we comprehend but it's sad sometimes i think that it's a, a generation of people out there that are very ignorant and and very um for because for a lot of people they never even heard of don lemon until this shit popped off and i think that's for a lot of people they're like this is the first time i've been who, hearing who yeah. is this nigga where did he come from that's, that's the age of the internet shit too because yes. like people hop on these causes the good news is uh, you wait a couple of days normally it's died down yes um i think and even with him man like i think boss said three four incidents in eight months it comes up whenever he has that out of step moment and yeah. that's when the shit comes up now i think point number four i actually uh i actually agree with uh his analysis is simple-minded and I do think that that's why it's sloppy is because he didn't take the time to really vet it. Like, cause I think when you about to present something to everybody, you got to think of the counterpoints too. You can't just be mm-hmm. like, this is the way I see it. And that's the only thing that matters. Um, I think you do have to think like, okay, but how, you know, if I was going to come back at my point, these are the issues I would raise and he needs to do it. I think he needs to do a better job. job of, making his shit watertight man because you can't you know, and i and i'm I, especially the adrian peterson thing that didn't like i don't like i don't think boys Watkins did his research the adrian peterson thing and stopping fritz did not happen on cnn those both happened when he called the time during the morning show yep where he's supposed right. to give like a hot take of the week mm-hmm. and i think i think it's kind of like the same shit if anybody listens to adam carolla it's kind of like what Adam Carolla says, like when they give him like, you need to have like the thing you're going to gripe about this week when we call you on the radio. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, you know, I'll be on the toilet kind of thinking, and I'll brainstorm something up, then they'll call and I'll do it. I think it's kind of like that, man. Like you got pressure to be like, I got to come up with this thing. Shit, uh, stop and frisk. Um, it's kind of right. If you look at it in a certain light, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. And then you see it and you're like, I don't know if you really fleshed that idea out all the way because niggas going to be mad. (laughs) Like, like, I don't know if you thought about it, but niggas ain't trying to hear that unless you get, you got to be airtight. Um, But uh, yeah, number five, because he's ignorant, naive enough to think that stopping frizz is a good policy, but that's kind of like number four. Uh, Because he, (laughs) why did they have to have eight? Anyway, because he turned CNN into Circus News Network. They, oh lord they wanted to use that acronym they're like mm, you got one you serious circuit lemon let work i mean so we gonna keep 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 the th- same theme running because he's a hypocrite right after don expressed his passionate support for the nypd stop he didn't <laughs> i'm right I, wow I that and i was like cool like he's just gonna wow. say what he want dog wow Voice dog. he's like i'm old i'm black damn it and somebody gonna hear me Boys be mad. He be mad. He be mad. He be like, my logic ain't gotta make no sense. Oh man, voice walk is good, man. I like to spend a Sunday with this dude, man. Just listening to him talk shit. <laughs> Just watch football and be like, you know, the problem with Tiki Barber is his teeth too white. Look at him. You know he dating an Asian woman. I'm like, what? I, I didn't know that voice. Uh, it was revealed that Don himself sued after being a victim of racial profiling. So while Don is asking the black community to sit back and take it, he feels the respectable Negroes like himself should not be followed around like common niggers. But he put an asterisk for the eye, so it's not the same, y'all. 
Uh-oh. He did the iTunes review star. And because he is spending less time elevating CNN brand, CNN's brand rather than his own, which, I mean, unless you're CNN, is that really a problem for you? Nope. Uh, but yeah, man, they went in on him, man. I just wanted to go over there with Bob because, uh, I figured he would, uh, have some good perspective on that, man. And, uh, we don't differ as much as I think it came across when all the shit first started popping off. Uh, and, uh, you know, for the record, I never called him Uncle Tom, but man, I was thinking about it. Duh. Like, I've never called anybody Uncle Tom, but I was like, man, if it's any time to do it. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I remember what, I remember your points, dog. And it, it was a lot of build up. Yeah. It wasn't just you. It was like, you know, I listen to y'all podcast pretty much every week, even if I don't comment on it. Mm. You know, just because I like to hear y'all take on things. You know, I like to hear a lot of people's take on everything and y'all just you know just another group of people i respect man so i like to hear you karen and all of your guests just you know even silly shit man i just want to you know i just like content man i just take in a lot of information so yeah you know i heard it and i was just like man this is this is getting out of hand dog because like i said it started off like innocuous enough i didn't think it was a big deal yeah i'm like yeah you know he said it blah 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 and next thing I know, like, yeah, this was mad, man. <laughs> you know hot. what it is, Bob? It's that Twitter, dog. Yeah. Cause, like, the new thing is, uh, motherfuckers are going at Twitter and double down, and that shit happens off the air, and then they go on TV and use it for content, like, and these motherfuckers really went in on me, dog. Like, right. it was uncalled for. You like, well, Don, you was taking pictures of your haircut, and you was talking about, yeah, I said it. What you gonna do? I mean, yeah. you knew some niggas was gonna go hard, Don. You know, right. but uh, it's don't, the new shit. Yeah, don't be act surprised or shocked. And I do, I do have a question. Um, mm. I wanted to talk about this since I since we got by on. Mm-hmm. Roger, uh cooked some that dip yesterday. And that dip was delicious. So while I was sitting on my ass watching him cook that dip, I felt good. I was like, you know what? A cooking man is sexy as shit. I was just thinking that. I was like, and it's a complete turn on for a lot of women. So I had this theory, and I want to know, do y'all um, agree with me? I put on Twitter, cooking men get more ass than non-cooking men. This is a fact I just made up now on twitter so it must be fact so what do y'all think do y'all think cooking <laughs> man a non-cooking man that you know this is my black twitter quote of the day mm-hmm. so um i i honestly don't know i don't cook mm-hmm. and i i well before my wife i did okay mm-hmm. I, I don't know honestly i i can't even answer that I know this seems anticlimactic as shit. You know what I'm <laughs> Great take on this shit. Like I honestly don't know. Like I think TKO would be a better person to ask. And and Kenny, like uh, K Bad, like those some cooking ass dudes. Mm. Me, ugh, I can't cook for shit. Like I try, but I would I would imagine a cooking man is more appealing than a woman. Like how could they not be? Yeah, it would probably be better to ask some women guests when we get them on, Karen, because okay. they, they're the ones that would know really for sure if it's a thing that they're like. And I was just wondering, hmm, he cooking for me? Yeah, I can't wait to break him off. You know, you know because yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. You should ask some women. Okay, because this because I can't speak for nobody else, but it's nothing like you sitting there. I don't, it it could be simple. 
you sitting there and he made something really simple and you're eating it and while you're eating it you know you're enjoying the meal and you're looking at him you're like nigga you don't get some head off of this like am i you know am i the only one to think that women comprehend it like that um i believe you okay and, uh you know proof is in the pudding uh same-sex couples seek the right to get a divorce in states that don't recognize their marriage uh can i just say that i called this shit first when i said that republicans need to stop campaigning for marriage equality and start going uh against divorce equality yep. because uh nothing makes you not want to get married then the idea that you will be stuck with that motherfucker for the rest of your life with None. no outs none people gonna hesitate real good if it's like oh you can get married you can't get divorced it's like oh we need to think about this yeah. <laughs> i was like i don't know why they didn't do this from the jump they 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 probably gonna lose now because they let you know the first one pass but they should have been on this from from the start this whole thing should have been about divorce equality man so uh uh did you guys hear about the amazon drones nah mm. <laughs> amazon uh they had a on 60 minutes i believe that the ceo was talking and he brought up the idea uh, Sunday that um, they would introduce Amazon Prime Air. Oh shit! Which would be door to door drones that drop off packages, where you can literally get delivery up to thirty minutes. Oh, oh shit! Okay. I saw a couple of people tweet about some drone shit in the air. Oh yeah, they, yeah. Oh, so I guess I did hear, but I just didn't know the context, mm -hmm. but. That's not good. Oh, so that's the, a bad idea. Oh, so the drones gonna be like carrier pigeons? Basically, yeah. He said uh, it's not right around the corner, but maybe you know people think it's like 2015, maybe. Um, that shit just asking for trouble, man. It seemed like such a bad idea. Yeah, and the, the, I think the biggest reason why, especially once people know what the motherfuckers look like, people gonna start shooting them out the air. <laughs> I'm I'm serious. People gonna start attacking them. People gonna start blowing, you know, and mess, mess around and, and get one and, and like have a YouTube of them blowing them shits up. Like, this is not gonna end well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Horrible idea. <laughs> I could want, you know, something's gonna malfunction. What, mm -hmm. run out of, like, run out of like, fuel or something. Run out of gas. Go to the wrong house. Fall on somebody's car. could crash in a major metropolitan area, man. Dude, and not somebody the, package. Yeah. At the 9-11, you can't just have shit flying around people's cities. People are gonna be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. Amazon crazy, dog. Um, Amazon like, look, we gonna have it when you click on it, we gonna pop out your computer screen. That's what's happening next. Uh, Cheese Eye's gonna be a daddy again. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. He 50. His, uh, oh yeah, I guess that bossup headline was, was on the money, huh? Gut full of goat, dog. <laughs> She, the baby gonna come out wearing them jeans um from the 80s <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah dog he got he got a chick pregnant man um and uh before bob gets out of here man i gotta play this this ad um have you guys heard of eloquence mm -mm. nah right, what is that I, I saw this during the walking dead uh this is uh this drug apparently uh let me see if i can play the ad I've always tried to give it my best shot. These days, I'm living with a higher risk of stroke due to AFib, a type of irregular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. At first, I took warfarin, but I wondered, am I up my game? 
My doctor told me about Eliquis and three important reasons to take Eliquis instead. One, Eliquis was proven to reduce the risk of stroke better than warfarin. Two, Eliquis had less major bleeding than warfarin. And three, unlike warfarin, there's no routine blood testing. Don't stop taking Eliquis unless your doctor tells you to, as stopping increases your risk of having a stroke. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve or abnormal bleeding. While taking Eliquis, you may bruise more easily, and it may take longer than usual for any bleeding to stop. Seek immediate medical care for sudden signs of bleeding, like unusual bruising. Eliquis may increase your bleeding risk if you take certain medicines. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. I've got three important reasons to up my game with Eliquis. Ask your doctor today if Eliquis is right for you. That's just not like to kill you. I don't want none of that. Nigga, what? I could bleed to death from going to the dentist on this shit? Less major bleeding. Uh, yeah. Why would I be bruising for no reason? There's no reason. <laughs> what does that mean? And what is fatal bleeding? Call the doctor if you experience fatal bleeding. When do I know it's fatal? <laughs> when you dead like this shit i was like yo man the wording is terrible uh fuck this but uh all right bob man i know we only had you for an hour dog um i appreciate you dog about to get into some guests the race um and uh you know move on with the show um you might cover this on your show but did you know anthony mason used to be a bouncer for ll cool j's barbecues oh shit for real Raptor, rapper, actor, slash activist L. Cool J can often be spotted with the New York Knicks, Los Angeles Lakers, or Los Angeles Clippers games. As the man is clearly a big fan of NBA basketball, but he recently was interviewed with Slam Magazine. He discussed his interaction with NBA stars, past and present, including Kobe Bryant, MJ, Magic Johnson. But he also said, you grew up in New York City, always been a Knicks fan. LL, I grew up as a Knicks fan. <laughs> Licked his lips. But you know what? I, I was always conflicted because Mike was so inspiring during the time I was coming up in New York. But Pat Ewing was always a good friend of mine. Oakley was a good friend. After he came to New York, I knew all the players. Anthony Mason was my man. He used to be in Queens all the time in my neighborhood. He used to throw guys out of barbecues for me. They were talking trash to me. And Anthony Mason used to come in and grab them and be like, y'all got to go. Y'all got to go. He was my man. <laughs> I waited on Anthony Mason at IHOP one time, and uh, he, he, I'll never forget his drink order uh, at his table. He was loud and boisterous. Like, he was being real ignorant. Um, white people were scared of shit, and he played for the Hornets at the time. And uh, I was like, uh, can I get everybody something to drink? And, you know, the other people were like, oh, I'll take water. Let me get Coke. Let me get, uh, let me get lemonade. And then he turned to me and was like, Y'all motherfuckers got sweet tea? <laughs> I was just like, sir, uh, we, uh, we do have some motherfucking sweet tea. I, I, uh, no problem. I'll be right away. I was scared as shit. Would you man. like a motherfucking lemon with that too, sir? He was intimidating as a fuck, man. That nigga's shoulders so big, man. He could barely fit in the booth. I was like, I can't fuck this dude order up ever. <laughs> fuck around being in the news. But, uh, thanks, Bob, man. Y'all check out the Thank Hot Fire you, podcast, man. Firestarter.com podcast. Yeah, fun. Uh, go to hotfirestarter.tumblr.com. They got a donate button, y'all. It's Start time. giving them that money. Mm-hmm. It's time, y'all. It's time. Everybody been talking big. 
I would give a billion dollars if y'all had a donate button, but y'all niggas can't get it together. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to pay up. No more excuses, man. Uh, bye, man. We'll talk to you later, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, thanks for having me on, y'all. No doubt. Peace. Peace. Bye. All right, man. It's time for some of our games, people. You guys know how it goes. First game first. We got to play that goddamn fucking with black people. Cause you know they do. I, I be feel like we already us. been through this, but yeah, with the eight reasons. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them black. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. Today's contestant comes from the bus stop. That's right. Oh, shit, not the bus stop. The place that people have been known to frequent when they do things like go to school. The bus stop right in front of your house. Mm-hmm. Three teenagers in Rochester, New York, said their coach told them to wait for a school bus to go to a basketball scrimmage when a policeman approached them and told them to disperse. When they did not leave, Raleigh Red, 16, Daquan Carelock, 16, and Wanj Todd's Weather, 17, Students at Edison Tech High School, Kester Hines, were arrested. Their parents had to pay $200 to bail them out. According to Rochester's WHEC, WHEC, police say they were blocking the sidewalk and the entrance to a store, and they say they told the teens to leave several times, but according to the officers, the teens did not move from the area. The three teens were then placed under arrest. Because they was waiting on the goddamn bus. We tried to tell them that we were waiting for the bus, says Weathers. We weren't catching a city bus. We were catching a yellow bus. He didn't care. He arrested us anyway. The kids coach, Jacob Scott, who was also a guidance counselor, tried to defuse the situation and was told by police that if he didn't disperse, he would be arrested too. Wow. The officer goes on to say, if you don't disperse, you're going to get booked as well. Scott told Rochester homepage, I said, sir, I'm the adult. I'm the varsity basketball coach. How can you book me? What am I doing wrong? Matter of fact, what are these guys doing wrong? The sergeant arrived whom Scott hoped would help, but he was told to get out of the street or he was going to go downtown. Scott said the teens deserve justice. These young men were not doing anything wrong. First of all, he said, but then they had to go through trauma. They were 17 other guys uh, who had to witness three of their teammates get arrested for doing what? Waiting for the bus for a scrimmage? I mean, they're taking their time out. It's a holiday. I mean, these guys don't necessarily have to even participate in extracurricular sports in the cold waiting for the bus, and they get arrested. As a professional, I'm speaking to the officers with dignity. Yes, sir. And still, they they get, see me get treated like nothing, Scott added. Yeah, that's a real bad lesson when the kids see the coach mm-hmm. be respectful and still get treated like because shit that, because that's kind of what you know as a culture is regardless of the color of skin what you try to instill in your students you know respect authority and shit like that and it's just one of those things as a parent i want my motherfucking money back two hundred dollars to get my child out my child wasn't doing a goddamn thing i teach resiliency and abiding by the rules but it's very tough especially when someone is doing the right thing and then for them to see that coach get treated the way i got treated he said, it's a learning process in this whole situation. The cops didn't want to listen to even me as the adult. So we really need to do something about this. Something really needs to take place. Rochester's police did not respond to a request for comment from, by, from BuzzFeed at the time of the publication. WHEC Rochester's reports that police have received complaints in the past from the owner of the store where teens were about 
were about people loitering and fighting in front of the store and that's one of the reasons why police say they were monitoring that area the coach you know and i've witnessed this before where like i had a friend who uh moved downtown Mm-hmm. And you guys know that uh, downtown Charlotte is being gentrified, mm-hmm. white people moving in, black people getting moved out. Yes. And I remember one day he was talking and he was like, yeah, uh, you got like I called, I was going to call the police on these kids because they were loitering outside my house. And I was like, what were they doing exactly? He's like, I don't know. They could have been selling drugs, could be doing anything. And I was like, OK, so they just randomly got to that stoop and just stood there outside your apartment he's like well it's also a bus stop well then that's why i was like i was like these these kids were black right he's like yeah i mean it's mostly black kids it's like yeah that that's just racism (laughs) yeah and it's just one of those things where and somebody you can wait for a bus it's not a crime no and it's just one of those things where they just happen to have the bus right in front probably right in front of this door's door or 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 not too far from and there's nothing you can do because you can't pick a dictator tell the city where to place a motherfucking bus stop i mean you can write them and they will move stuff yeah well that's what you can write a mayor and stuff you'd be surprised how often that works but you need to do that rather than call the police on people that aren't doing anything and especially it's really bad for the police to send these kids downtown that weren't doing anything. Mm. They were mm. waiting on the bus. Like I can see if they were fighting or brawling or causing shit. You know what I mean? Like causing problems for the store owners and all that. And I think the, I guess to me, the most traumatizing things for the students is to watch your coach who you look up to as a man trying to defuse the situation and he as a man is getting disrespected by the police because they're looking at him like nigga you black also yep the police have received complaints in the past yeah yeah yeah. the coach was also stunned by a comment he says when the officers made as a matter of fact one of the police officers actually told me that he had a big enough caravan to take he would take us all downtown if he had a big enough caravan so uh yeah i get us a hundred i do too yep good job uh way to fuck with black people guys at the bus stop um let's do some guest the race everybody's ready to play some guest the race i hope so now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time i said now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show crossing all the podcast land where we read or play news stories from all around the globe and we ask you guys to guess the race i hope everybody's ready we don't have a guest to play today it's gonna just be the racist ass chat room and we know how they do let's get right into it edmonton canada oh canada a 33-year-old is facing charges after allegedly printing child pornography at a Northwest Edmonton grocery store's photo kiosk. I'm not at the kiosk. In the grocery store. Oh, shit. The Internet Child Exploitation Team began its investigation after a store employee found explicit materials while servicing the kiosk. Could <laughs> you imagine you going there going, dude, dude, um, I don't think this is supposed to, who put this in here? The machine had run out of paper. Oh, shit. How much was he printing? And the customer who had been using left without realizing that under the undeveloped photos were print when the machine was restocked with paper. Oh, oh, so it ran out of paper. He didn't go find out what happened. 
they put more paper in there and so it continued printing his shit yep wow i would have been panicking like shit unplugging the damn machine pouring Hoping water it reset pouring Boom. water yeah. across it sir why are you pouring water on the machine don't worry about it investigators were able to use the store surveillance video to identify the man on wednesday to execute a search warrant of his home in northwest edmonton there they found more images video and electronic devices you know and like i bet you this is probably not the first time he did he done this he done it they were like they don't want to do this shit bradley lynn's was arrested and charged with possessing and accessing child pornography. Investigators are still in the process of identifying all the victims in the photos. We don't know if there are potentially other victims or if this was all that data that was sourced from the internet or other external sources that detected Brian Cross, an EPS member. And this, uh, this man don't got no smartphone? He, uh, he, that sound like he was too smart. Mm-mm. He, he needed the picture so he could jack off, I guess, holding the pictures to his face. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He added that, just buy a tablet if you're gonna, um, why am I helping child pet house? No, <laughs> ah! continue to print your shit, please. Yes. He added that the staff at the grocery store were in, instrumental in moving the investigation forward. Guess the race of Bradley Lynn's, the pedophile. Uh, chicken, the China, ch- Chinese chicken? What? Chicken the Chinese. Uh, that, what race is that? Chinese? Okay, Chinese. One whose ch- children will become minorities if they don't mate with a white woman. Uh-oh. That, what race is that? Black? White? white? I don't, that could white. be any race, right? I'm assuming white. They will become minorities. Oh, okay, white. Okay. Upstanding white man. White. All his pictures had red eyes white. Aww. Uh printed, printed at the grocery store kiosk. That's a white privilege for your ass. You buy now, Asian whiter than the smoke that came out of the vatican chimney the color of don cherry's hair whiter than snow the correct answer is white everybody got it oh did somebody guess except leonard brothers leonard brothers was right no, he said Chinese, didn't he? No, oh, no, Brothers, what? I about no. said Linda Brothers didn't say Chinese. Oh, whoever said Chinese, your ass is wrong. Sorry, Linda Brothers. Yeah. I didn't mean to do you like that. Yeah, I'm about to say, don't be taking his credit away. He works yeah. too hard. That could have been a, a major problem. I'm sorry, everybody. Please forgive me. Um, <laughs> A man attempted to rob a store of some cash, y'all. A convenience store. But turns out things weren't too convenient for him because he was not able to get the money. It's happening oh, right up the street in Gastonia, North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. You oh. happy, chill? Mm. Oh, right up 85. That's right. I said it. I turned around and he had a, a revolver pointed in my direction. A store clerk afraid for his life when an armed robber started pumping bullets at him. New tonight, he told us he recognized the gunman. The entire crime was caught on this surveillance video at a Gastonia Express. The suspect was arrested soon after it happened last night. New tonight, Eyewitness News reporter Jenna Deary is live after speaking to the clerk. And Jenna, what was he thinking during those terrifying moments? Well, Eric, he told me he had to act quickly because he says it all happened within a matter of seconds. He came here to the police department last night to identify the man who police say put a life at risk all for a can of beer. Oh. <gasps> Charlie Welch showed us where this bookcase Here's the second bullet. This is when I'm trying to get through the door. Took the bullet that may have been meant for him. What was going through your mind when all this was happening? Safety. You know, stay out of the way of the bullets. Police say this man, 23-year-old Josh Setzer, was firing them. 
The owner of the Gastonia Express gave me this surveillance video from his iPhone. He says it shows Setzer point a gun at Welch after Welch got him a cigar. He said, Charlie, you know what's up. That's when another camera angle shows Welch oh, scrambling to a back room. Investigators say Setzer tried to open the register. When he couldn't, police say he fired three shots, putting Welch's life at risk before taking off with a $3 can of beer that was on the counter. <gasps> interacted with him you know, and talked with him on a daily basis. So. It was something I didn't expect. Travis McDowell is a customer at the Gastonia Express, shocked at what happened. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Ignorant and everything else. Despite narrowly escaping the bullets, Welch was back at work today. He feels safer doing it, knowing Setzer is behind bars. Ready? Do it again. This motherfucker went back to work. Oh. Got to be you don't insane. Believe in days off? Well, I can't miss my shift. And you know, them bullets cost more than that damn bill. I know. Now the store owner tells me he believes two other men may have also been involved in this robbery attempt. However, we would have not been able to confirm with police if officers are looking for them too. Tonight, Setzer is facing charges including aggravated assault and robbery. All right, guys, guess the race of uh, what was this guy's name? Welch. Oh no, Welch was the guy who got shot at. Um Not having other dude. I forgot the name of the dude that said he knew. But um yeah, guess the race of the criminal in this case. Uh uh Josh Setzer. Josh Setzer. Uh in this case. Let's see here, guys. Um one who wanted to make some cash, Robin O folks, and making a dash. Earl Simmons Black. Martian Mosquito. Oh. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Titty slapper. Celestial cicadas ah. killing for a tall silver bullet. Celestial cicadas. Oh my. They, they weren't expecting him to rob the store white. White, complete, complected. One can of beer shocked at witnessing the crime. Billy Bob spitting out tobacco while watching NASCAR white. White, <clears throat> yellow t-shirt. Uh, he didn't make a malt liquor, so I'll say white. He didn't take a malt liquor, so I'll say white. Budweiser drinking redneck and one who plays dueling banjos. The correct answer is black. For the couple people that got it and boo to the rest of you racists that guessed it was white. You thought it was a white man crime? It was a brother. He was robbing that man for no good reason. Just robbing. But stand at the bus stop too? He was standing, if he could have stood at the bus stop, he wouldn't have been taken to jail. But coming in with a gun, that's just par for the course. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the double down, Karen. It's time for the bugger show. Double the points, double the race. Double the points, double the race. That's right. Time for the bonus round of Guess the Race, where we double the points, double the racism. If you guys have been missing, it's a good time to catch up. Are you guys ready to do some bonus rounds? You're getting nervous? Yeah. Right. I'm speaking from the chat room. Um, Spartanburg County, South Carolina. Deputies say a man, over mac- a man started a fight over macaroni and cheese and landed him in a South Carolina jail. Oh, shit. Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office 
arrested alex rosie with third degree assault and battery following an incident at a home in the hammond store road in lyman on sunday a man told deputies he confronted his son about missing cheese packets from a box of macaroni and cheese and this report says the man's son alex rossi then chased after the victim punching him in the face and the head the victim said the fight left his eye bleeding and bruised deputies say rossi told them the fight did start over macaroni and cheese and he punched his father in the face but his father punched him back deputy said rossi had no visible injuries and the blood on his hand wasn't his own rossi was charged with assault and battery in the third degree father and son coming to blows over cheese packets in macaroni and cheese guess the race black says rashani one who fought the macaroni because it got too close to his cheese oh lord says leonard brothers i'm assuming that's white mm-hmm. queso blanco that's i guess that's white cheese white uh cheese come on son white calls father by his first name as he fights him over the cheese pale face you better not have your phone on in this movie snuck in young black i'ma jump out there one who was related to a soprano white uh whiter than the woman michael jordan and tiger woods chase dark side of the moon cricket black oh can't be black because the daddy was in his life uh that's not a race though black rob <laughs> box macaroni black people ain't fighting over that Wells welker come on doug let's see shells and cheese white provolone whiter than nia long's boo and best man holiday uh and black says my bad black rob says my bad white the correct answer is white it was a white man rashani got it wrong he was guessing black now listen guys this one should have been the easiest one of the night they fighting over that velveta they fighting over cheese y'all we have never had any articles on this show with uh black people fighting over cheese especially not cheese you know what when they said cheese packages that should have gave it away now mm-hmm. you'd have been like they was at their grandma house fighting over homemade macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. i'd be more apt to say black yeah but not yeah. no powder packages of cheese not this time all right guys it's the bonus round though so maybe you get get a chance to make it up all right guys so let's let's go with this one a senior teacher who had sex with a 16-year-old pupil has been be- jailed. Janet Kilner, 33, pursued a relationship with a pu- pupil who was described as bright after he gave her a bracelet as a Christmas gift. He get Where's his parents buying you a bracelet? In her position as her school's deputy head of drama, <laughs> she was causing some drama, am I right, guys? She arranged for him to have an extra, extra tuition at the class and a week at weekends before exchanging explicit text messages and emails. Kilner then cavorted with the boy in her car and took him back to her home for unprotected sex. Oh, Lord. The best kind of sex, am I right? Kilner then, oh, wait. During this period, she was also using the internet to meet women and men for nighttime trysts in their vehicles in car parks, a practice known as dogging. Everybody knows uh, that uh, that's see. a type of porn I used to be into. Yes. I don't find it as often anymore. I've gone, I've exhausted the dogging videos. But, uh, yeah, that's when you just like show up at a park and a bunch of strangers show up and like 
jerk off on you and shit and uh your husband films it i wonder if her husband was filming it may have snares brook crown oh or maybe they i guess actually that's stupid obviously not all people film this <laughs> i'm true. only thinking of the flooring of it but yeah. obviously people probably just do, do this all the time and they do don't it. put it on film yeah Snaresbrook Crown Court in East London heard that at the time of the boy giving her the gift, Kilner was going through a difficult time. Guess the race. She had broken up with her boyfriend and her father was terminally ill. You have to understand, guys. Sometimes you need to fuck a 16-year-old when you're under a lot of pressure. I guess you do. She started spending more time with the pupil who was studying for the GCSEs after being flattered by his attention oh, while stuttering. Studying, I'm sorry. No, he was studying for his. Okay, all right, anyway. Prosecutor Gary Pond said Kilner taught the boy during his final year at St. Thomas the Apostle College in Nunhead. Well, I bet he got a lot of head, mm-hmm. a lot more than none. That, that's the truth. It was during 2013 that their relationship developed beyond the teacher-pupil relationship, and it did so gradually. First, it was, that means, like, if she started fucking him at 16, that means she, like, was grooming him from, like, 14. That's even more creepy. Wow. First, it was with him among other children on a Saturday when they began to talk to each other and they became more and more personal. They exchanged private email addresses and phone numbers in and around June 2013 and they began sending each other text messages clearly of sexual nature. She made arrangements to pick him up and it was improper behavior during the car journeys. You know, hand jobs, shit like that. Um, Matters progressed to kissing as they would drive around the neighborhood on July 10th. The defendant picked up the victim by a park Drove him to her house where they began to kiss. Where it the maybe I'm just very Where are the parents? Yes. Well, I mean you got a sixteen year old, they can leave the house for a couple of hours, you won't think of anything. Now that's true, but my thing is like how did he get uh, well he you know he probably saved up from that target job to get her that bracelet. Cause you mm-hmm. know, you know, all of a sudden, you know, your child walking around with a bracelet and you don't you know, maybe he had a girlfriend and fooled him, but you know, you don't see him like with a girlfriend his age, you like, Well, who are you buying this bracelet for? Yeah, well, maybe, maybe I the person to ask questions like that. I don't know. Brown chicken, brown cow. No. <laughs> Mr. Pond said Kilner's began removing his clothes as they watched television. She wanted him to go upstairs, and he at first said no, but eventually they do go upstairs and have full intercourse. Mr. Pond said they had unprotected sex, and Kilner was meeting unknown men and women in car parks for sex during the time. Oh my God! Uh, Ain't no telling what the fuck he got. Uh, the relationship came to light when the boy told two of his friends who reported the incident to another teacher at college. That is uh, one thing about like course. really freaky, unprotected sex. At 16, you don't really think about it. But as an adult, you're like, I'm not special. You probably do this with a lot of people. Yeah, that. This is um, impromptu fucking with no condom. Like, this could be it. I could catch anything from you. That and the fact that uh, young people talk. He told to his friends, and they told, yeah, because when you're that age, you can't keep a secret. You're fucking somebody twice your age almost. Right. That's true. All kids talk. They do. They talk. Ask R. Kelly. The teacher informed the police and Kilner was arrested. She was suspended from school on July 27th. Um, she made full admissions and police interviews and said the boy was not forced into anything. Well, I mean, let's be honest, Come though. Come on now. When you're fucking an underage person they're not smart no one is as smart as they're gonna be at six well you shouldn't be as smart as you're gonna be at 16 16. all of us look back at our 16 year old self and go you were dumb as shit that's the truth um so it wouldn't be that hard to talk a 16 year old into thinking that they're 
and, and, that they're consenting to sex and and it's not like you wouldn't put your grown woman pussy on his ass come right. on now rebecca blaine defendant says she made it clear that there was no coercion she does not have an attraction to children as this was specific offense and that it made that is made clear in the pre-sentence report Kilner, who li- lived in dagenham essex pleaded guilty to six counts of sexual activity with a child by an adult in a position of trust sentencing her to 14 months imprisonment that's it this is a tragic case having read the reports about you clearly this is an offense of a serious breach of trust because as you were his teacher yeah if it was a dude it'd be like 14 years for real behind bars underneath the jail it must be noted that the boy was a willing participant but that does not excuse the behavior you are now barred from teaching children or vulnerable adults but you can apply to be taken off the list in the future yeah give her some hope guess the race guys of mrs jeanette kilner child fucker uh let's see here uh what we got this here um a star on my first sex teacher.com skins white the color don lemon wishes he was oh <laughs> freaking those kids but her match.com page says no black men white mary Kay letourno is her hero white oh that's an english area white uh possible white woman uh she'd be an impossible white woman she was teaching them kids y'all yes she was she white this is some whiteness miss mrs krabappel uh translucent i think rashani's guessing like 17 times per story ah! one that tans their skin but gets upset when you mistake them for black t and crump is white whiter than the cum they jizzed on her Ooh, red bone sonya <laughs> you sex a student and your booty ain't lily white then there's gonna be they're gonna put be put under the jail uh, one who would have turned right into a drug addict, like he said, cracker. Oh, uh, but she couldn't save him and got caught up. She possible. Okay, black. I hear you, dog. I wasn't trying to argue. Uh, the correct answer is, is. white. Everyone got it. <laughs> All right, man. Um, we can't get out of here without talking about, you know, that topic. That that topic sword ratchetness people it's happening every day it never stops happening and people continue to tolerate it it's sad they do lincoln county west virginia a man was arrested wednesday in connection with an attack on his brother in ranger west virginia last friday that involved a samurai sword west virginia state police say jeffrey turley 31 is charged with attempted murder good finally one of these cases that makes sense oh yes pull out a sword you try to stab somebody Let's go with attempted murder. It's more than just an assault, guys. It is. According to the criminal complaint, Turley got into a fight with his girlfriend when his brother tried to break it up. Turley allegedly used the sword, cutting his brother halfway through his arm. Halfway through your arm. Your arm just hanging off like walking dead and shit. Oh. Troopers say uh, Turley then began firing rounds from a firearm, even shooting himself. Turley was released from the <laughs> hospital on Wednesday and taken to jail. On? That's the kind of logic that these sore ratchet motherfuckers have. It's like, if I shoot myself, they'll never be able to convict me. It's the perfect crime. What do you think they can tell by the way the bullet is entering that you shot yourself, fool? Uh, here's another one. A 20-year-old man is recovering in a hospital after being stabbed during an incident on the grounds of a Burnaby Elementary School Sunday night. They're taking swords to the elementary school where your kids go to school, people. Aww. The victim and three friends were walking around the schoolyard at Cameron Elementary School at 11 p.m. where they were approached by another group of three men. 
there was a brief conversation and the situation escalated but when you have a sword it's like an escalator it doesn't fucking matter what the conversation is Mm-mm. i don't know even nice oh nice evening out isn't it i got a sword ah one of the men in the second group <laughs> was armed with a sword the victim suffered two stab wounds to his back he was also pepper sprayed his injuries are just considered non-life-threatening what happened to his friends they must have been smart and ran yeah police say the attack does not appear to have been random although investigators have yet to determine the relationship between the men investigators are trying to maybe they were dogging investigators are trying to figure out why this happened the burn to be rc okay uh there was no reason given for why this occurred i don't know sword that's a reason period that's, all, that's the only reason why i need viewers said the suspect descriptions were given to the police were vague one suspect was wearing a white sweatshirt black track pants orange sneakers the second suspect was wearing all dark clothes the third was wearing a black jacket and black tuck all suspects were about five foot nine anyone with information about the incident is asked to call the police they don't even have they don't even have descriptions because people are so scared of the swords they don't want to be the person to turn them in well, this has been another episode of the blackout tips thank you guys so much for tuning in we had a lovely time we did our guest was bye from the hot fire starter podcast firestarter.com podcast go check them out go make sure you check them out uh leave us five star reviews on itunes sign up for premium if you haven't yet Leave comments on the show, on the website, vote in the polls. Check out Adam and Eve. Use code TBGWT. Save yourself from the harsh embarrassment of the cute checkout girl as she goes, is he going to just jerk off with this or not? Yes. Um, Make sure you guys do all that good stuff, man. We appreciate you so much. Could not do this without you. At all. And, uh, yeah, we are bizarrely popular for a reason. All right, man. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow at uh, 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah.